Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Political Coffee. It is shaping up to be, at least here in Oregon, probably the biggest fight politically we've ever had. And you had better be ready to get engaged. I'm going to tell you about that uh, in a moment. Also, I'm going to give you a tax update on proposed taxes, good taxes, bad taxes. Also, a little bit about what's why it's so important for you to be engaged in local elections like school boards. It's a great piece by the Northwest Observer, by Donna Blyler, who wrote this article, and it's, and it's entitled, Challenges Facing School Boards Series. Accountability to the Public and Parents' Rights. This is the first of a multi-part series, they write, on the impact of your vote on school board candidates as the OAA Voter Education Project. This is the Oregon Abigail Adams Voter Project. That's what OAA stands for, Oregon Ad Abigail Adams. There are, um, it's, it's, by the way, if you go to northwestobserver.com, it's Mike Nierman's website, and Donna and others, great patriots, write for this this publication there are 64 days 17 hours 51 minutes and 35 seconds until the end the so-called end the oregon legislative session republicans cannot do enough to slow it down to just stop things except maybe walk out. The battle is shaping up and it's gonna be brutal. Now, a state employee who shall never be named uh, had sent me this article and it is in the Oregon Catalyst and it's about nine taxes and update. Your property taxes, your liquor taxes, the cat tax which is Oregon's sales tax on everything basically you buy, tolling and others. All of that's on the table today. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Thanks, Dwight, for the... Uh, email about Lee Harvey Oswald's last phone call. I appreciate that. It's not something I'm talking about today, uh, but it is important. By the way, if you have not seen uh, Senator Dennis Linthicum's latest newsletter, you should. And it's called Bring Him Down. And this is one of the, one of the good things that Senate Republicans are trying to do. They're 
continuing to try to pull bills out of committee. So, so here's how it works, folks, just for those of you, just to remind you. In the legislature, there are rules about you introduce a bill, it gets assigned to a committee. Committee chairperson doesn't have to hear the bill. I didn't when I was committee chair in the House Ag Natural Resources Committee. So you don't have to. No, that's, that's okay. That means that bad bills don't get heard when good people like us, people who believe in the Constitution, who believe in the sanctity of your God-given rights, parental rights, we'll get to all of that in a moment, folks. When we don't choose, when we're in control and we don't choose to hear bad bills, they stay in a committee and they're pretty much dead. Although until the final gavel ending constitutionally the session, those bills are really never dead. They can, in fact, be brought out of committee. So good bills die. Good bills that you and I think are appropriate die when the tyrants, the Marxists, like we have today, are in charge. Bad bills proliferate and go forward. And the only thing that Republicans can do is slow down the process or walk out, because they can still walk out and shut the place down. Now, of course, if Democrats who have figured out how they can buy them off with lots of money for their districts, Democrats will certainly keep that right in front of Republicans' faces at any rate. There's this Senator Linthicum's newsletter talks about one bill in particular. This is Senate Bill 430 in his own testimony. And he makes the point prior to that is that Democrats, and this is a question that you could maybe start a conversation with, should criminals have more rights than victims. Think about that. It's a very simple question. Yet it is exactly what that series of bills that he articulates today, or actually yesterday in his newsletter, Senate Bill 430, stricter sentencing for criminals, when they assault someone and it creates a life-changing injury. Why would you want to be soft on crime for somebody like that? Hmm? And, it, and it gives an example of a two-year-old boy who was left with permanent disabilities after a violent beating. The little boy who did this, or the person who did this, to this two-year-old boy named Ezra. He got only a 12-year sentence because the boy survived. Then there's Senate Bill 295, creates the crime of patronizing a trafficked child. 
you know, all those kids coming across the southern border that are being sex trafficked creates a crime of being involved in that. And there's just a, a series of other bills. Folks, Republicans tried to pull all of these from committees where they had been assigned, heard or not heard, and pull them directly to the floor. The process allows that. Now, each time they tried, the Democrats rallied as a caucus because they have more votes in the Senate chamber than Republicans do. We know that. And they simply said, no, we're not going to allow to pull a bill straight from committee to the floor. Now, that does that is clearly fodder, important fodder for the next election. This is in part what is the game playing that happens. But let's set aside the game playing, the strategy of it for the next election. Isn't this morally the right thing to do? Hmm? Isn't that the more deeper principle in play here? We're going to talk about that today in the war room. I hope you come and join us. If you care about Oregon's future, if you care about what I'm going to talk about next, about what the Democrats are proposing to change Oregon's constitution, if you care about any of that stuff, you need to come and join us in the war room today. Starts at 8 o'clock. I'm going to be there only today. Tracy can't make it. I will be there, and I'm probably not going to be there until about 8.30. But it's in the Ike Box Coffee House at Chemeketon Cottage, basically right across the street from the Capitol. It's right next to the new YMCA building. We're in the Bay Room, which is back behind the stage on the first floor. Tim usually brings donuts. There's free coffee. You want to learn how to stand up for your principles and values, the thing that you feel are right, to a higher level, a more effective level, that's what we talk about. That's what we train. The war room today, the Oregon Citizens Lobby War Room is today. By the way, you can go to our website, oregoncitizenslobby.org. Oregon Citizens, plural, lobby.org. It's all one word. So what is it that reporter or that uh, Democrats want to do? Well, it can't be anything good for our principles and values. What they're trying to do, and you know this, is they are literally flooding the zone. And this started with Barack Obama. So many radical changes so fast that the traditional American, and, and I'm not even going to say conservative or Democrat, but the traditional American just can't process it all. That's the intent. While we're focused on this shiny object over here, they're doing this over there behind the scenes. You don't even hear about it. RFK Jr. yesterday sort of warned us about this as he announced his run for the presidency of the Democrat Party nationally. 
And he said, I don't want the Democrat Party to be the party of fear, pharma, war, and censorship. Well, that's what it is. Good for you. I mean, there, there's not good. If it's Trump versus Biden, I'm voting for Trump. If it's Trump versus RFK Jr., I'm still voting for Trump. Now, if the Democrats were smart, they'd elect an RFK Jr. He is totally anti-vax. And he has a very populist tone. And this is what Republicans, especially those in Oregon, have got to get through their very thick heads. And they are thick, folks. They can't see the forest for the trees. It's one of the most disgusting things there is. But anyway, here's what the Democrats are doing that Republicans in Oregon need to stand up and take a populist stand against. It's called parental rights. It's called standing up against giving 10-year-old girls the right to get an abortion without a parent's consent. But it's deeper than that. When we come back, I'll tell you exactly what it is that they're proposing. Yeah, it's time to go to war, folks. On our knees first. Then on our feet. Come and see us today in the war room. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. Great to have you with us. It is 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Joining us, by the way, uh, is Amanda Smith. We'll get to the topics We've been chatting uh, here today um, as we go along. And I'll get into what the Democrats are proposing to enshrine in Oregon's Constitution. And you're not going to like it if you believe in parents' rights. If you believe in a whole lot of things. That's coming up. Amanda, are you with me? I am. Hello. Awesome. Hey, good morning to you. Great to have you with us today. Yes. So so what do you think about um, the Democrats proposing a constitutional amendment to enshrine the rights of same-sex marriage, gender-affirming care, and abortion? I think it's completely inappropriate. I think they're overstepping hugely um, on, on all of them. Uh, especially the abortion for the young children and the gender-affirming surgeries and care and all of that with our taxpayer dollars. And I believe they're not even going to tell the parents the abortions for 10-year-olds. I mean, where this is just an indicator of where we're trying to lead our children, where they're trying to take our kids. And it's not appropriate at all. It's like, these are children. Step back. This is not your place. That's exactly right. But do you think the average person, how do you think 
let, let me ask you that. I mean, you're you're a um, a mother who you really, until recently, have not, as you I think have described yourself, you've not really been politically active. Correct. So, how do you think others who were or are where you were? How do you think this um, appeals to them? In all honesty, I don't even think a lot of them realize it's happening, to, to be honest. And then I think that they throw in like the same-sex marriage. That's not a huge issue with a lot of people, um, as it is with the ge uh, gender-affirming surgeries and the 10-year-old abortions. So I feel like they almost throw that in there to kind of dumb down the rest of it, to be like, well, if you're not for this, then you're not for these things type of thing. Um, and I feel like a lot of people, not a lot of people, but more people don't really care so much about uh, same-sex marriage as they do with the transgender surgeries or the abortions for 10-year-olds. And so I feel like that's almost like a Band-Aid they stick on it, like, well, this is for the same-sex marriages. And they run with it and kind of hide those other things in it, if that makes sense. No, no I think it does make sense. And I think it's you know, somehow we have to wake up parents. Correct. Well, and it's like, I don't know why same-sex marriage is put in with abortions for 10-year-olds in the same bill. That just blows my mind. And so it's like, well, you don't agree with same-sex marriage then or, or gays. That's what you're saying? It's like, no, it's, it's the abortions and the gender-affirming. When would it ever be okay? First of all, why would a 10-year-old need an abortion? Let's start there. And yeah, I have... A <laughs> Well, it, let, it blows let, my let's mind. say the the abuser is the father or the boyfriend who impregnates, you know, the 10 year old girl. Yes. Uh, and, you know, doesn't want the the other parent to know. So goes yeah. and, and OK. And e even though the boyfriend isn't a, isn't the parent, just goes and gets the abortion. Right. And then that's just all this abuse and trauma that never gets fixed or corrected right. or get that's helped exactly with right. because then the parents don't even know. That's right. And it's and it's just it's sickening. Now, here's the one thing about this. So they're covering it up. They're trying to cover well, that. Of course they are. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's so crazy. And then and here we are just going along with it, giving them the out. Now, this is Senate Joint Resolution. 33, okay, Rob Wagner, Senate President, LGBTQ proud, Kate Lieber, Democrat from Portland, she's the Senate Majority Leader, and Senator Lou Frederick have introduced this. They did it yesterday and Wednesday. Now, it covers too many topics to be constitutional. There is a prior ruling called Armada in Oregon that says a constitutional amendment can only cover one subject area of the Constitution at a time. I think this violates that. Now, Absolutely. In this, in this Oregonian story, it doesn't say that. But that doesn't mean that it shouldn't be challenged on that basis. So, folks, there's an update for you. That's exactly what we're talking about today. Amanda, what are you and Terry talking about today? So we've got a few different things. Um, one of them is Tina Kotek is uh, looking to raise the cost of alcohol by another 50 cents, um, which I, 
I personally, uh, I think it's what she called a surcharge. Yeah, uh, it is originally 50 cents right now. She wants to double it. I personally don't drink, so I, I don't have a problem with it. Um, it looks like she would raise $90 million with that over the next two years. Um, and then it goes in to say that Oregon's ranked the fifth nationwide in the rate of alcohol addiction amongst teens and adults in 2021 um, with Washington, Kansas, Vermont, Colorado uh, in that order that are higher than us. Um, I do know that it is going to affect distilleries and other places like that. So that's a type of concern. But alcohol's uh, addiction and all of that has cost the state $4.8 billion annually. Um, so I don't know if that's some people can have a good say on it or, or bad. I personally don't really have an opinion because I'm not a drinker. Um, oh. All right. There you go. Amanda, thank you. Yes, thank you. And we'll talk to you later on, folks. Make sure you catch her and Terry's updates through the day, through the morning. We'll be back in a moment at 6.30. I I do want your opinions, your thoughts about a constitutional amendment that enshrines 10-year-olds, 10-year-olds having abortions in Oregon without parental notice or consent, amongst other things. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. And we are back, my friends. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails. Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. By the way, Oregon people's vote have moved their meeting location starting Monday, April 25th. They now are going to be meeting the second and fourth Tuesdays of each month, 6 to 7.30, at the La Margarita restaurant. 545 Ferry Street, Salem. La Margarita Restaurant. By the way, they are joining forces with a new group over in Polk County. That's good. Need to come together. There is strength in numbers. There's no question about that. Anyway, Oregon People's Vote starting Monday, April 25th. It'll be meeting at La Margarita Restaurant. 545 Ferry Street, Southeast. Uh, By the way, one of the few good things that come out of the legislative session so far is that two-thirds of the bills that have been introduced are dead. Although, as I have noted previously, they're not all dead. Any bill... Until, believe me, until the gavel pounds for what's called sine die, it ain't over. Any bill that's in a committee can be pulled out of that committee. All right. 
Uh, Got to go to the phones. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at kslm.news. Art, good morning. Hey, Jeff. How you doing, buddy? I am uh, much better, actually. How about you? Yeah, are you feeling well, better I'm, today? I'm on the upswing, so good. that's a good thing. Definitely a good thing. Okay, yes. Jeff, here's the bottom line. I talked with a staffer yesterday who I'll not tell who they were, and it's a living hell down there at the Capitol for the Republicans. Uh, and the only saving grace for us right now is that any bill, okay, that deals with revenue has to have a two-thirds vote. Um, I mean, you know, that's the law. And luckily, they don't have a supermajority, so we can use that defensively. But the simple fact of the matter here is this, Jeff. If I was a legislator right now, I wouldn't give a damn about the future. I wouldn't care if they said, well, we're not going to let you run for re-election. Because you know what? (laughs) If we don't solve these damn problems, there ain't going to be a state of Oregon. It's going to go to hell in a handbasket. And the time has come for our legislators to say, well, (laughs) you think you can uh, threaten me and make me cower down? Well, no, you can't. And they need to walk out. Now, do we have enough brave legislators? Unfortunately, no. I'm afraid Canope and his Oh, whatever you want to call it, Jeff, are uh, not doing us any damn favors. No, they're not. Because they like power, and they think that they need to stand there and that they're going to fight hard. And, oh, by the way, I brought home a couple of million dollars for the district because I'm such a nice guy, and you should reelect me because even though – I don't do everything to protect your rights. I'm doing some things, and I'm bringing home the bacon. As you slowly fry in the frying pan, or boil as the frog in the pot. That's what they say. Yes, Jeff. And let me let me say, my senator isn't like that. Thank God, I finally got two great Republican, a great Republican senator, and a great Republican House member. And Kim Thatcher will not cow to them, and neither will Kevin Mannix. God bless, Jeff. Yep, I, I believe you're correct. Thank you. God bless you. I hope you feel better as he I'm going to be there. Yep, from COVID. Uh, before I go to Julie, speaking of, I got an email from Greg. You know, the government is starting to pay out, the federal government is starting to pay out for vaccine injuries. You know, people who've been hurt by the vax. You know what they paid out so far? According to this article, anyway. $4,634. 
And he makes the point. Sorry, folks. Looks like you're on your own. I think so. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC Talk. Let's go to Julie. Julie, good morning. How are you? I'm fantastic. Other than just slowly getting over the old cold. I know. I've had the same thing. It's it's hideous. <clears throat> yeah. And it hangs on. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, this whole thing with abortions for 10-year-olds is really annoying. And for paying our parents have rights and with the rights come responsibilities. The states are taking this away. If a 10 year old needs an abortion, there is a bigger, bigger problem. Yes. Somebody <laughs> needs a castration. Well, it, it means that other laws I don't think, have been violated. I don't think that that uh, castration idea is in this bill. No, it isn't. Well, that right there, that as far as I'm concerned, that eliminates the, even the ridiculousness of, of the of the uh, ideas of a ten year old. If I had a ten year old who needed an abortion, believe me, there would be a really good doctor involved, and um, possibly a pair of pinking shears. <laughs> Well, I got to say something, at least we're, we're not yet as bad as what they are requiring with this new bill that I, I think they are passing in Washington state that allows the state to take a child from a parent and put them in a special transgender home because the parents don't want to allow their child to have gender-affirming care. Now, that gender-affirming care is part of this constitutional amendment. Well, swell. That legalizes kidnapping. It does. Now, that and, helps us with this. And helps as far as the surtax with alcohol goes, being a parent and having, having kids, you have to be able to afford that glass of wine. <laughs> and it's going to kill yeah. the wine industry and the brewing industry. Yeah, but which are very large in Oregon. They'll 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 make they make up for it because somehow, Julie, they're going to figure out how to subsidize wine and beer some other way, uh, just like they do electric cars. They'll find a way if they want. Well, let's see. They will. And who pays for this? Those of us who are already taxed to our eyeballs. That's exactly right. Which leads me to a positive story. Julie, thanks for your call. I appreciate it. There are, according to the Oregon Watchdog, Oregon Catalyst story, there are nine taxes update. The hidden sales tax called the CAT tax, corporate activity tax, in House Bill 2433 is still alive. This is actually a good bill. What this bill does, it create, it raises the exemption from $1 million today to up to $5 million. So right now, if you're a business in Oregon and you sell over it like many farmers around me that farm a few more acres than I do, have to pay the cat tax. 
Okay, comes right off their bottom line. But any other business, right now, the first million dollars is exempted. Over that, you pay the cap tax. Now they want to raise this. This bill that's still alive wants to raise it from one million to five million. That bill's still alive. So, unfortunately, is doubling the liquor tax. That's right, doubling. Tina, Governor Tina, is asking for, right now there's a 50 cent a bottle surcharge. She wants it to go to a dollar per bottle. Now there's another good bill that's tax cuts for disabled veterans. Grants a higher property tax exemption for veterans with disabilities. It's down in ways and means. We'll see what happens. And there's a new home tax free freeze for new homes for five years, a tax credit for certain media companies. But there are some bad things too that are still alive. And I'll get to that when we come back at 648. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. All right, friends, uh, we are back. Sorry about that cough. Uh, forgot to hit the... Uh, cough mute button which i do have by the way anyway great to have you back with us 503-589-1220 is the power of buke gmc talk line I want to thank um one of our great sponsors for continuing with us and that's freedom heating and air you know i i'm amazed that here we are on the 20th it's 420 by the way for those of you who find significance in that with in the um, cannabis crowd on the 20th day of April, the temperature was near freezing this morning. I don't know when it's going to warm up. One of these days it's going to. In the meantime, if you're miserable at home or in your, your business because it ain't warming up, like Al Gore lied to us and said it would, well, then why don't you just call Freedom Heating and Air and have them come out and find what's going on in your system. Maybe it's time for an upgrade. They can help you with that. Or maybe you just need something tweaked. They can help you with that. Give them a call. You'll be glad you did. They'll come out to your place right away. 503-580-1456-580-1456. Emails to, to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at kslm.news. Like the one I got from Michael. Said, yeaks. He says... Dead people cannot claim harm and injury due to shots. Yeah, that's true. If you're dead because you got the shot, you can't claim injury or harm. And then he writes, then people of the female sex get abortionated at 10? F this poop. I'm swelling. Swilling, actually, I think, in a cesspool of stupidity. Yes. 
So we have to use these issues emotionally. Like Amanda talked about, folks. There are people in your world that need to wake up. And you know who they are. And that's what we try to do on this show. Is suggest to you things you can say. Questions you can begin conversations with that get people to wake up. Like, why is it that the ruling party keeps giving criminals more rights than victims? Should 10-year-old girls be able to get abortions in Oregon without parents' parents' consent? And the Democrats want to put that in the Constitution. Most people don't know that stuff. But they might if you say something about it on your social media, in your chat rooms, or wherever. That's the whole point of why I do this radio show, folks. To help you change your world. So somebody who works hard at trying to change his world is our friend Tim. Tim, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. I have a couple things for you real quick. Okay. It's been a good week. I testified on uh, one bill on Monday and what it did is it declared children a deaf, hard of hearing, deaf blind with the same rights as, and potential as children who are not deaf, hard of hearing, or deaf blind. And what I said was, do not exclude those children with vision loss or blind from the same support given to those with hearing loss and deaf. And on the next bill. Are, are they excluded now? I'm sorry, Jeff. Are, are they excluded now, blind kids, from the other two categories? They're not included. Wow. Okay. Good for you. Next, Bill. Something I've always wanted to do, so I've got a big grin on my face, and hopefully I can talk. <laughs> okay. This was last night about the uh, the bill that if you uh, your adjusted gross income exceeds two fifty. It disallows mortgage deductions from interest paid. And what I did is I just said, I'm looking at this as a banker who wrote and taught the financial uh, analysis and loan structure for the bank. And, you know, being the senior vice president, regional manager for Mid Valley Central and Western Oregon. And I just said, adjusted gross income is not an indication of wealth or liquidity. And I gave a reason why and why it wouldn't apply if you were getting a loan from me. Okay. And everybody else was talking about the rich, and I just said that it, uh, it, it just a gross, gross income is not an indication of whether you're rich. That's correct. It isn't. But most people, most legislators don't either get that or don't care. And the reason is, even though you point out the obvious, the reason is, this is all about class warfare. This is all about, instead of uniting us, creating ways to divide us. That's what this is all about. This is the mantra of the left. This is the mantra of the leftists who run the Oregon legislature. So when you point out something that's good and is unifying and commonsensical, Maybe some of them wake up to it. Maybe you plant that seed. But 
the prevailing direction is to ignore it. Doesn't matter because it doesn't fit their Marxist direction. And that Marxist direction is more power to government, class division, class warfare. That's what works. Thanks, Tim. Great job as always. Let's go to Kathy. Kathy, good morning. Um, it might sound kind of strange, but this is about the 10 year old abortion thing. Okay. Um, the one thing I noticed that's missing is any fetal tissue taken out of a 10 year old needs to be DNA tested and the perpetrator needs to be punished with DNA evidence. I mean, if this is the direction they're going, it's hard for me to wrap my head around it, period. But Well, it, it is the direction that they're headed. They want to enshrine it in the Constitution. It's not only in House Bill 2002, but it's deeper than that. They want to now push it into the Oregon Constitution. This is how radical and sick these people are. It's a call to action, folks. For all of us. Not just you, Kathy. Me. Everybody that's listening to me right now. If you think it's right that 10-year-old girls can have an abortion without parental consent and put that in Nothing. Oregon's Constitution. Nothing should be done to our children, our minor children, without parental consent period. That's exactly right. And that's the issue we have to use on those parents who haven't been paying attention, but maybe now this will wake them up. Thank you, Kathy. Okay. Folks, we're at a turning point and it's time. Come and join us in the war room today. I should be there around 830 at the Ike Box Coffee House in the Bay Room in the back behind the stage. Free coffee, free donuts, because Tim usually buys them. Stand up and fight. Learn how to fight better. Perfect. See you tomorrow. It'll be Freedom Friday. You can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about tomorrow. Oh, so